Hello and welcome to the 2% with Corey Pineapples and Mickey will be your host for the day. Uh, Corey, good to see you. It's been a long time. Uh, I think since Colorado was the last time I saw you. So how you been? I've been good. Uh, yeah, Colorado has been treating me well. Apparently there is going to be uh, Q attacking the Capitol today in downtown Denver. Uh, my mom sent me a very nice text telling me to avoid the area because as you know, Jewish mothers worry. But other than that, it's been great, man. Uh, Hope to have you out here again soon sometime. Yeah, I'm excited to get down there. Are you going to go uh, join the boys in the square this afternoon, or what's the deal? Are you back? <laughs> yeah. Am, am I good? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> where, did I, uh, where did I cut off? Pretty much right after the question I asked you, so <laughs> I didn't get any of it. Uh, oh, I just said I was going to bake some brownies and cookies for the boys down there, you know. Uh, while they're trying to save the children, I got to save their appetites because, you know, Q, Q isn't one person. It's it's a whole team effort. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the group, but uh, it sounds like a good group of guys. So I'm glad you're taking care of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, if you get past really a lot of what the media is saying about them, they're just trying to do the best thing for, for the country. And I think there's uh, something noble about uh, having a passion and kind of actually following through on it. Well, I can completely agree with that. You know, passions are good. I don't really know much about the news. I don't watch it. So you seem like an informed guy, so I'll take your word. Yeah, no, I, I usually tend to avoid the news too. Uh, there's a lot of bias, but if you walk by enough homeless encampments in downtown Denver, you're going to get the scoop one way or another. So that's kind of a, and they seem like trustworthy sources. Like they don't really have much else to live for. So, I mean, what, what, why would they lie exactly? <laughs> I can't argue with that. Goddamn. Well, it sounds like Colorado's treating you well. It really is. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, you want to kind of get into what this is going to be and uh, then we can just get right into the into the meat of it, meat and potatoes. Yeah. You know, uh, just a, a forum for us to shoot the shit, you know, stay in touch with the people know what's going on in the world of Corey and Mickey, giving them the, yeah. the 2%, if you will. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, I think a lot of people will uh, kind of align with our sensibilities, um, and you know it's one of those things where uh, you know if they love you or they hate you, it's good. What they can't have is indifference. You can't have people not talking about you. And I think some of the takes uh, will resonate with people. I think some of the takes will um, infuriate some people. But I mean that's why we're here. We're here to, uh, to fight back against against the man. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I doubt, like the show, many people will watch this or if it'll ever be heard. So, you know, we can pretty much say whatever we want and just uh, just go with it. That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, yeah, you know, it's something good, something healthy. I definitely need some help. I really need to uh, tighten it up. I've definitely let myself go at the, the holidays. We really did a number on me. It's looking pretty rough. I look like uh, like a dead corpse that washed up on the shore. Like my extremities are fine, but in the middle is just bl bloated and gases are coming out. It's disgusting. <laughs> pale and it's horrible it looks like like a like a black bear with mange that just ate a bunch of food and has just like died that's what it looks like just it's disgusting so you know I, I really gotta figure it out here yeah I can see uh there's a it's kind of like how uh people will take like pictures from like high angles to hide a double chin I like how the camera is just from like upper chest up because I was gonna say with the beard and everything Looking good, but I guess you have sepsis in your stomach at the moment. So yeah, it's all spilling out under here. It's disgusting. I mean, you know, good thing I have the desk here to just kind of hide it all. 
Or just to lay your gunt on top of. To re- yeah, to rest the gut on. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. But, you know, who, uh, I'm not going to see anybody for a long time, so that's fine. Yeah, no, I, 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 I don't even know. Who I, I, don't, I don't know where I am right now. I, the dementia is kicking in. We'll, uh, we'll bleep that out. We'll bleep that out because Carmen was ranting against the, the races. It was really weird. His eyes just rolled back in his head and he just started screaming slurs. It was nuts. But he's back. <laughs> he's back. It might be the shirt he's wearing. He channeled some inner demons. I don't know. Yeah, I was controlled by the black Israelites for a second, but I'm back. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Already the show is going in a, a pretty bad direction opening with Q and uh, slurs it's it's going really well people are really going to enjoy this all right uh kind of switching it up you were telling me about something at the grocery store uh maybe get a little more relatable get away from the cues in the in the uh, well unfortunately it was a political conversation that just like this i'm in the middle of nowhere right now hiding out and this this like tiny depressing grocery store these two high schoolers were just having a debate about the state of the nation and whether this was a free country and it's just like shut the fuck up like it was it's probably the most intelligent conversation that's ever happened in that store but then again these kids don't know anything they're in like high school living in the middle of nowhere they have no no experience with it and i was just like could you stop people in here trying not to put guns in their mouths and blow their head off in aisle five because like there's nothing going on here they're just getting their groceries and shit and going home that's it it's like shut, shut up i don't want to hear you in this like who who wants to hear this none of, i know for a fact none of the people going in there want to hear them having this conversation so uh, I, I kind of lost steam it was like a week ago but at the time i was like just shut up. shut up i i think there's something nice about those conversations to like within in like a small snippet snit in a small snippet yeah it like, would have been a fine conversation anywhere else but in this grocery store it's like could just just stop i just want my fucking pasta leave me alone yeah i i think everyone tries to avoid it but occasionally you hear either a really intelligent point that's accidental like someone doesn't mean to say it but they just string together the exact right like set of words to be like wow but they don't even know that they did it mm-hmm. or you run into one of the dumbest statements ever and then you can bring it back to your friends and be like listen to what i just heard and then left and right can kind of bond over the fact that uh 90% of the population is, we'll call it, mentally challenged. <laughs> okay, Old hot take from Corey coming in here. Already we've, we've really hammered politics, and that's not something I like to get involved with. That's the, you know, the point of the show uh, when I made it was to get, escape the, the horrors of the outside world. But, uh, you know, it's unescapable at times, but I, I completely get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, kind of moving moving on to a different topic. Uh, I don't know if you get this at work or anything, but I have like three or four different shirts at this point where the entire elbow has ripped oh, out God. because I just, when I'm typing, I'm just, I guess I'm shoving my elbow into either the chair or the desk or something, but- The elbow I, blow out. The elbow blow out. I don't know if I need like patches or like it's moisturizer or something, but- I've ruined like three flannels, like three flannels I enjoy wearing. And like I had my mom stitch up one of them when I was back home. And then I like went like this for the viewers and moving my elbow in a jutting motion. And it immediately used to and it just ripped again. I was like, fuck this. And now I just have a giant. Once it starts, it's over. When I I had a a sales job and I was working in an office, we had to wear dress shirts. And I would just 
all the you just have a nice shirt and you look down on the subway and then your elbow is just out there and then it's oh you can't fix that it's done the shirt's done so i'd, I'd try and wear it and like roll the elbows up but i don't know how it happens because it just one day you're looking it's there like i don't ever remember hearing it or rip it just happened i don't know if it's just moving around or the tightness of the arms but it's like that's sentence it's like it's uh, the shirt it's over yeah, it's always the left elbow. Like my right arm is fine. I guess maybe because like I'm t- I type like this and like one arm's digging in, but there's that and then, wear and tear from the desk, maybe. Yeah, I think I think like maybe it's like if you have like an ashy or dry elbow and it's just rubbing against it. I mean, which brings us to our first sponsor, Neutrogena. Um for dry skin. There, there's that, and then there's the uh and this is not really a work thing, but when you just like notice blood on your shirt. And you just don't know where it Hold came Hold on, from. wait a minute. <laughs> How often do you notice blood on your shirt? It's Well, like, you know, I wake up in the middle of the night in an back alley, my shirt's torn, and I'm just covered in blood. So I usually just stumble my way back to the apartment and, uh, you know, figure it out from there. But yeah. go ahead, go ahead. No, that's, I don't <laughs> notice blood on my shirt very often, but you go for it. I'd like to hear. There's been a few. Well, it, one of the big things is, like, smudges. Like, you'll be looking and, like, well, gen- like general smudges, like it'll be like like food or like oil or something, and you just notice it on your sleeve, and you're like, I've been careful, but it happens. Mm-hmm. There's been like sure. nights where like, I go out and, and you slice a homeless like, man's throat, and you're just covered in blood. Yeah, and I mean, it's not any blood; it's it's AIDS blood, which is not ideal considering you don't that. Don't want that on, you know. No, no, you don't want blood, but especially you don't want the heavy. Um, and well, I I'll just make up. If, what not the blood thing but if you know if you're eating and you're like super careful but then of course dribbles of oil or something on you yeah totally yeah. totally get that blood not so much yeah it's always something to you that like uh it just doesn't come out like it's never like you spill water on your jeans it's like you spill olive oil on your brain it's always a new, always a new, a new shirt something. yeah uh, yep. yeah so and you're like uh and uh coach will do this a lot where uh and for the viewers, coach is my father, but he showed me no love as a child, just unconditional practice. So I call him coach and he calls me a disappointment. Um, but he'll just like, and my, my mom, my sister have to yell at him all the time because he'll just like have his elbow literally hovering, hovering above either like his salad or chicken or something. And he's just completely oblivious to it. Or like it happens with ice cream too. Like he'll reach for a pretzel and basically just like, you know, like, uh, like in Harry Potter when like the, they walk through the ghost his arm like tries to like, it doesn't process that there's a bowl in front of it. He just goes like that. And it's just like his entire sleeve gets covered in cookies and cream. And I'm like, dad, just, and he's just like staring at the game. He's like, he's like, it's okay. I'll wash it. And I'm like, you, you're disgusting. Fucking animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like new shirt, especially the new shirt thing though. It's just it's destined. You never wear it to eat. Cause you're going to get shit all over it. No matter what, no matter how careful you are, it's just going to happen. Yeah. It's like, it's always the meal too. It's never like, it's always like, I got a hamburger and take one bite and then just, it's just super rare and just blood everywhere. Maybe that's where it's coming from. I'm just eating hamburger. I'm getting blackout drunk and eating raw hamburgers. We know what it's coming from. You're a serial killer, clearly. Yeah, this is probably where I'm getting all my information for, uh, about Q from. I'm like sleepwalk, blackout, going into the encampments, murdering homeless people, and then listening Children. to things that they're telling me coming back next morning being like there's blood on my shirt and i kind of believe george soros is killing the kids and that's that's my life now and just imagine you're sitting at your desk and a co-worker taps you on the shoulder and say hey 
can I ask you something to turn around? Sure. And there's just blood all over the front. Of your <laughs> Brand new white shirt. I have a meeting in the morning. I'm just not paying attention. And I just like, like, did you get some uh, strawberry jelly on there? I'm like, oh no, that's, that's from uh, that's from Joel. I, I murdered him viciously last night. <laughs> Stops are still over there. Hey, no blood. Oh, that is actually another thing. Uh, all right. I'm sure it was amazing. Go ahead. So in the movie I was telling you about last week, we're like in like the Thai prison. There was yeah. another scene where like the guy, the the English boxer was related to AIDS blood, don't worry. Um, the English boxer like owed people in the gang in the prison money. And another guy basically they like three guys held him down and then another guy like took blood out. And then he was like, he's like, if you don't get us the money, like we're gonna inject this into you. Uh so that's that's one way to go about threatening people. <laughs> Again, <laughs> decent movie. A lot of questionable scenes. It's a very, very fucked up movie, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, that would be Christ. That would just be, that's, a, that's what they call a bad time. Yeah. Just, just all around bad time. Yeah, no, nothing enjoyable about that in any capacity. Um, yeah, but I was having a, a conversation like probably like maybe a month ago at this point with uh, one of my coworkers and she's nice but i was basically telling her about um so i used to work with there's like two stories in one but there's this girl i used to work with who um so basically this girl I used to work with she claimed she was allergic to peanut butter but she had been tested and she wasn't allergic to peanuts and she goes verbatim she goes i just have a feeling that i'm allergic and then I was like, but if you're not allergic to peanuts, how would you be allergic to peanut butter? She's like, well, it's different. I'm like, it's just fucking smashed up peanuts, like melded together and turned into peanut butter. So I had this idea with one of my other coworkers. I was like, what if we just like slip Megan peanut butter? And then when she doesn't die, we tell her that we slipped her peanut butter. And then her entire I, like uh, idea of her having an allergy would be completely debunked. And the other girl was like, yes, but on the off chance she is deathly allergic and we accidentally manslaughter her um not great and i was like you're right this isn't worth it but i was telling the uh the girl in my office now about the story and i was like yeah so there was this girl i used to work with and just without missing be the girl goes woman i'm like what she's like this woman you used to work with and i'm like uh she was my age and she was like no she's like it's it's a respect thing you have to say woman instead of girl and i was like I, I don't want to get into this conversation. But I was thinking about like the parallels and in any, like if it's outside of a workspace, like the obvious thing is like it's boy and girl, it's guy and girl and it's man and woman. Like those are like the pairings. Mm-hmm. So it's like working with someone, I'd be like, that's a guy I used to work with. That's a girl I used to work with. And I was just, she's like, it's a respect thing. I'm like, it's not though. It's a formality thing. Like if it's someone you know well, you'd be like, that's a girl I know. It sounds weird to be like, oh, that man or that woman. Yeah. That woman I worked with, that damn woman, <laughs> that goddamn woman. <laughs> sounds incredibly like agitated. Yeah, and, like yeah, I don't know. It sounds girl almost sounds better. I guess I don't know because then like if you say that man, that man raped my boy. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. <laughs> like you. <laughs> but the problem is, there's no equivalent to guy besides girl, really. And like I'd say, a guy I used to work with. And I think like that's kind of like the blanket. Like I wouldn't like if I worked with you, I wouldn't be like that man Mike I used to work with. Be like that dude Mike I used to work with. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, it's a work. It's not worth getting into a full, full blown argument about something this no, fucking never, dumb. Never. It's just like, all right, then, fair enough. Yes, I agree. Let's move on. Like, I'm just trying to get to the end of the day and go home. I was like this close to moving on. And then she goes, how would you feel if someone called you a boy? And I was like, like I, I wouldn't care. And she's like, she's like a boy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, that's my, that's my job. I am a boy. I am a boy. I am a child. <laughs> uh, and then the conversation kind of petered out. And I was like, all right. I didn't talk to her for like two days. You know, let, let everything simmer down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not worth, not worth a fight. It's just like, cause I, I'm, I'm sure you don't really, you don't care. So it's just like, all right, fine you've you've had your chance your point go away We're yeah done. i was like i was like i am a i am a straight white male this never this is not going to end well for me in a court of law or in kangaroo court or any court for that matter so you win leave me alone it's going to be over here and be quiet now yeah she's also six feet tall so she can oh, it's game over for you in any scenario yeah. she'll kick your ass yeah she could stop me out i'm te- i'm terrified but you made the right call I think I did. I really think I did. I think you did. I mean, no use in uh, getting in a brawl with that woman in the office. I maybe it's a height thing. Maybe if like you're above five seven, you're a woman. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. If you were she's talking the, about her, I would say that woman. She's. It seems like she's earned it. I'm also like I. I think she has reach on me but I think I'm quick enough in the pocket and I have a good enough jab and uh, right hook where like if push came to shove, you got to reach up high though. Yeah, no, but here's the thing. She's very skinny. So I could throw a lot of body shots, a good liver shot right underneath the ribs. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I've seen, I've seen like, uh, there was a fight a few weeks ago where like a five foot 11 guy knocked out a six foot seven guy. Cause like you just get him in close, you hit, hit him low. I feel like I'm talking about just beating a woman on, on this right now. Um, well, we've already established you're a murderer, <laughs> potentially, so it wouldn't come as a shock if you beat women. So, you know, whatever you do in your free time, that's up to you. I can't, I don't condone it, but, you know, I can't control it. You're like a million miles away. So, you know, that's maybe that's where the blood's coming from. You're just beating up women in your sleep. Oh, that wouldn't be great. I mean, it could be worse. It could be beating up children. I Sure. You're, yeah, whatever you say, you know, your statement, I, again, I'm not going to agree <laughs> with that, but I'll let you say it, uh, you know, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to censor you here. You're a grown, you're a grown man. So uh, this, this podcast was, was an awful idea. I'm just incriminating myself for 40 minutes. Going to jail. <laughs> Everyone's going to jail. We're, we're done for. What about, what about a lady? What, what's the, how's that hold up in the court of law? Like, you know, I used to work with that lady. Oh, um, I don't, I think, I think some people are very bullish on it. Like, I think some people like lady works and then there's some people that are like, it's almost like if you say ma'am to a woman who's too young and they get offended, like kind of sounds like a little like aggressive. I don't really use the word lady that much. Actually, no, I only really use it in like a negative connotation. Like that fucking lady just is is getting on my nerves. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or or if they work at the DMV, like you always say that lady at the DMV, mm-hmm. and yeah. usually the DMV is getting on your nerves, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, I guess that's where it gets its like negative connotation or whatever. Connotation, condensation, condensation. Condensate. Uh, 
condensation. The, the vehicular manslaughter. Um, Another one of Corey's crimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm racking them up right now. Uh, so, <laughs> to, uh, good. what was that? They just let it all out. This is good. This is yeah, no, this is very therapeutic. I feel better already. Um, so how how bad are we talking in terms of letting it go uh, from the from the third button down? We'll call it. I mean, it's like I said, it's like a bloated body on the shore, man. It's just and then just gases of all kinds eking out of it. Like, you know, some kid rolls up and just pokes it with a stick and it pops. Like <laughs> it's just it's horrible. And I'm pale already, so it just doesn't look good. And then the dark hair, it's a it's a mess. It's it's disgusting. So, you know, I've got to get back on it. I've been working on getting back on it, but you know, the holiday treats and chocolate milks didn't uh, didn't do me any favors. But no, the, I was a fat kid, so I know how to hide it really well. I've developed over years of being fat. I can wear clothes that hide it well and, you know, yep. play off angles and lighting and colors that I don't look as big as I am. So as you remember, when I, <laughs> the last time I relapsed into fatness, <laughs> I didn't look that bad, but I was fat as fuck. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing though, because it never goes to your face. So like no, for well, if you look at some of those older pictures, my face, you can definitely see it in my face, but can, the face is like, like the first thing you lose it in. Yeah. Uh, you can see it like in the cheeks above the beard, like kind of yeah. looks like. Uh, well, the beard too helps. It kind of like hides the, the chub under it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. There's always, there's always like the, like the fat kid moves. Like, I don't know if you ever did. That. I'm sure you did. Like when you were like sitting around watching TV with your friends, you grab like. I know what you're going to say. Just throw the pillow over your stomach and then put your hands on top of it. Every like, time. Just to hide the fucking double rolls that are going on. Yeah. The, the hill that you form when you fucking sit down. Yeah, yeah pillow's, pillow's my best friend. I, like, I still do it too. Like, I, I'm skinny and I just, it just instinctively, like if I'm sitting there, I just sit with a pillow. It's a comfort thing and, now, security. Yeah, exactly. And like my friend called out and they're like, do you still do that because you were fat when you were younger? I'm like, yeah, and I was like, I'm never gonna change. Like, no, never. Once, a, once a fat kid, always a fat kid. It's always with you. That's why, you're like, yeah. you know, you can, you can be good, but then every once in a while, you'll just go off and eat like a fuckload of food or some shit, and just like, yep, there it yep. is. It's, it's, still, it's still in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they look at you every time. It's just you can't beat it. It's always just lingering, waiting to pop out here and there, and it has popped out over the holidays for me. Yeah, what's your uh, what's your like crut or yeah, what's your uh, your vice in terms of food? Like, is it dessert or uh, um, like pasta, beer, whatever? Do, I do like dessert, but I think I prefer just like foods in general, like regular food. Um, like Chinese food is definitely my Achilles heel. I fucking love Chinese food, um, so I'll get that. And just like, but then it's like, oh, well, you know, could I have some ice cream too. And like, yeah. and then it's all downhill or, you know, like a, a baked good or something is, you know, a little coffee and you're like, oh, well, I could have like a muffin with this or something. So <laughs> it's, and I'm not picky, like I'm not picky at all. So that also hurts me because I'll just fucking eat anything. Yeah. I think uh, after the, the, the biggest one for me is like, and or when I was, at least when I was younger was like the rationalization eat. Like if you just take a scoop out of uh, like an ice cream container, then it doesn't count. And I, was, I was like, when I was home, my dad took like a giant bowl as he does. And my sister and my mom are just like taking little scoops out. 
and I'm just like, I know what you're doing. And they're like, shut up. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you've been doing that my <laughs> former you're not this. Or if you take like multiple scoops from different flavors and you're like, oh, yep. well, it's fine. This is fine. We're just uh, sampling the wares here, but it adds up. <laughs> there was a, like after we did the the hot ones thing for your birthday, I guess, was it was that two years ago now? Or was that like a year and a half ago? No, I think that was like two years now. Shit. Oh well, yeah, I guess two years ago now. Um, after I did uh, the bomb the second time and I was sweating uh, my body weight in, <laughs> in liquid out, uh, I was I was sitting above, like it was like donuts and ice cream and Goldie and I were like experimenting, uh, quote unquote, on like what we could do, be like, how do we make ourselves feel better? And we ended up eating like three donuts and like four scoops of ice cream. And I was like, this is the best combination we you have. You gotta cool it down. <laughs> to quell the heat for a little bit and afterwards i just felt so bad because i was like my mouth was on fire and i was like obviously drenched in sweat my hair had turned into a, like a little poodle fro and then i had like three donuts and like four glasses of chocolate milk on my stomach and nothing about me felt good then we went to the bar after oh god yeah just dumped alcohol on it yeah it just the next morning <laughs> not the next morning but uh i think that night i had to like open my window and sleep over bleep that out um and I, <laughs> I think i was farting for like 45 straight minutes it was yeah, just like a, it's just a, a combo of death like yeah it's not good not good at all yeah no when you when you eat that bad and then go to bed it's over you're gonna have like multiple fart attacks during the night like you can't there's nothing you can do it's, it's out of your hands at that point you've you've fucked your body up so bad it's gotta do what it can yeah you're like your body's like you smelling this is the lesser of two evils versus you waking up tomorrow morning with this feeling in your stomach. Your body's still like you're going to wake up with this feeling in your stomach, but like we're gonna lessen the load a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna alleviate some of the stress, stress on the system, get the gas out. That's so bad. And the worst, I mean, I think one of, like the worst feelings for me is like you know like everyone has different pain tolerances. Like some people could like take a punch to the face, but like if they stub their toe and they're like freaking out, mm-hmm. my one of my biggest things is like anything with my stomach. Like yeah. if I have like stomach ache or if I like feel like kind of queasy, it's just so hard to shake it. So like that's like during the hangover, like it was never like the headache that got to me. It was always just like that feeling of just some like something gurgling in your stomach for like four hours the next yeah. day. And also the crippling depression, but like hand but, in hand, not great. A little bit of everything. No, that is always like a horrible feeling, especially if it's just from like eating a bunch of shit and you're just like, I'm a fucking like pig. Like this is yeah. awful. And it, yeah, I hate that feeling. It was like that oh, being over full. Like I hate that. That's the fucking worst. It's yeah, it's uh, that. And then like when you, cause it's one thing to like do it when you're just like dead sober in the middle of the day and you're just like, if you have like a big breakfast and you're just like kind of in a coma, it's one thing. Yeah. But when you like, wake up after like, a night of heavy drinking you don't know exactly what you ate you just kind of like bits and pieces of like mm-hmm. I had pizza and I had taco here and you're just like I don't know what is in my stomach like there was one that I think I was like browning in and out and ate a full rack of Oreos not a sleeve like the full container oh, of yeah and I think like a bag of Sour Patch Kids and I woke up the next morning and I was like I have never felt worse than this in my and like I tried to go for a run and every step I took I just felt my and I was like I was in decent shape my stomach just moved Ooh. like separate from my body it was it was horrible oh god yeah and that that always does you into the going to bed right after like just putting all that down just fucks you over every time 
Your body has no chance to digest or anything. It's just straight to bed and it's, it's awful. Yeah, you're done for. You're fucked. Death sentence. Fat man's curse. Yeah, I mean, now I'm just nervous about getting older and just like, because now whatever, and I was talking to Kev about this too, now whatever you've been doing, it's like maintain your physical appearance for 25, 26, whatever it is, years. Once you get to 30, 30 you're not really going to get much better. You just have to not get worse. Like you've, yeah, you've set yeah. your bar, don't drop. You have to maintain and you just can't eat the shit that you ate. You have to like, yeah. I think as long, like as long as you tighten up the diet and then maintain the physical thing you're good but the diet's huge because like you just can't process that stuff anymore yeah That's- it's uh well, our, our our xfinity is not doing great we have like the game on and then like my computer kevin's computer oh are you guys both home right now yeah he's he's watching the game outside i'm probably gonna pop out and watch it after this gotcha. um, you can always take care of him like your homeless guys and then you won't have to worry about it <laughs> You got a good point. I mean, I have to be either blackout drunk or sleepwalking, apparently, to do it. To get your job done. I mean, you surely have a method. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna grab that bottle bottle of monkey shoulder on my uh, on my drawer and uh, go to town. (laughs) This monkey shoulder. Oh, hold on. This is bad podcasting, but no, that's fine. I mean, we can describe it in the best way we can. So it's uh. It's a whiskey. It's got three little monkeys on top of it. Um, we had like a like a secret Santa thing virtually yeah. for work, and the guy on my team who's like a big uh, like whiskey aficionado, but like he's not a dick about it. Uh, he tech he just texted me and he was like, "Hey man, I got you for a secret Santa. I'm gonna Venmo you twenty bucks. Go to the liquor store across the street and grab something." And yeah. I was like, "Okay." And then this was like thirty, so <clears throat> I just took his money and then it's not bad. It's a uh, it's blended malt scotch whiskey, batch 27. It's a 43% alcohol by volume. Uh, and I mean, look look at the monkeys. Let's get the score. Let's let's have this review. Give, give it to us. Give us the, the rundown. Oh, swig live on air like a man right from the bottle. It's good. It kind of, um, it kind of has the taste of bullet a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's solid. A little bit of sweetness, uh, some smoky notes. Uh, not bang, not a bad bang for your buck. Uh, I taste some some vanilla. I, I don't actually taste any vanilla. I have no idea. Uh, it's solid though. Is it I'd, I'd say, bite? yeah, no, uh, definitely smooth going down. A little bit of tingle on the back of the throat uh, after a couple seconds, and then I'd say I've had it uh, on the rocks and uh, just well now swinging it out of the bottle i'd say go with the rocks uh it'll add a little little bit of smoothness to it but i enjoy it what's the score what what do you what are we thinking here um i would give it the i feel like i always default to 7.2 for whatever reason uh but i'd say like a 7.2 solid good bang for your buck uh decent taste would recommend well, there you have it. Monkey, monkey shouldered whiskey. Get out there and check it out. This doesn't even sponsor the show. Yeah. Uh, this was, this was just a spur of the moment. And we just really want to share the things that we like and we enjoy with, uh, with our patrons. You know, free pub, free pub, even though it shouldn't be free pub, free pub all over. Exactly. Well, damn. I think we're almost at time. 
Yeah, uh, you want to say some some wrap up words before we get inevitably. Uh, you know, uh, first maiden voyage or the two percent. We'll uh, you know figure it out as we go. Like I said in the beginning, I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to listen to this, but it's a, it's a nice way to connect and talk. So we'll see where this thing goes. Maybe Corey will end up in jail. Maybe he won't. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, this podcast may end up being me taking my one call for the week instead of reaching out to my family after reach out to them. You have a collect call from Denver State Penitentiary. Corey. It's <laughs> <laughs> the pineapples. It's the pineapples. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, I hope that's not the case, but you never know. Yeah, let's uh, let's make this a weekly thing and... Uh, yeah. See you next time. All right. Well, enjoy your glasses, everyone. We'll see you next time. Brought to you by Monkey Shoulder.